Welcome to the Lynn Sanity, a podcast for the Running Hook Podcast Network. Hello, and welcome to another edition of the Lynn Sanity Podcast, a part of the Running Hook Podcast Network. And before we get into the podcast, I just want to give a quick shout out uh, to you incredible listeners. Please do not be afraid to rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast uh, in whatever way you listen, whatever platform you listen. Uh, greatly appreciated. Uh, content keeps coming out. Obviously, you know, when we, with the running cook, we got a lot coming. Alex is talking about the NBA, kind of been going a little monologue lately uh, with JD uh, and him not having the you know schedules right now. But you know, they're producing. Uh, Zach, you know, is, is producing podcasts for the cinema. Uh, so there's there's plenty of stuff you know to dive into, and 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 I'm excited about what the co- you know what this group has going, and you know, obviously. Big NBA podcast uh, for Lensani. Big NBA podcast. We'll talk uh, Heat Knicks. We'll wrap that up. We'll wrap up uh, the Celtics and the Sixers, uh, what that looks like. Uh, we'll get into firings and hirings, potential hirings, uh, poten- if firings, and then, you know, potentially maybe get some lottery in if we, uh, if we have the time. So let's get right into it. I want to start off with, I mean, we kind of touched on it a little bit at the end because it ended just about right when we were over with last week's pod, Zach. Um, but Miami defeating New York, um, I mean, it was basically a series. You know, it was almost like the Knicks just kind of, it, it, they didn't really show the mental toughness. I thought that, you know, maybe they could have came back in this series, but they didn't show enough mental toughness to me um, to do what was needed to come back in the series. Miami, um, finding a way to make shots. Um, and, and just finding a way to get just minutes from like everybody, whether it's Kyle Lowry or whether it's Gabe Vincent or, you know, maybe Kevin Love one night. It's just they got enough over this next team. And I guess how would you kind of wrap up this series? Well, I was disappointed in the Knicks, uh, particularly Julius Randle. I'm very impressed by Brunson, of course. Uh, Barrett disappointing as well, but the Knicks are one of those teams. You know, I think there's a couple teams like this in the playoffs where they're going to make some major changes in the off season. You know, I've never said that about the Knicks that they're going to make major changes in the in the off season, but or let me clarify, major competent changes in the off season. Fair, but now I feel like they are because they have they have players. You know, Barrett and Brunson, I know I just said Barrett didn't perform well in the playoffs, but, I mean, guy's good. Guy's good. I mean, uh, there's, I bet, over half the league would trade for him. Uh, Brunson has proven himself to be probably a top 10 point guard, and he's borderline All-NBA this year. Really shoved it up my ass, uh, made me eat it this year. Um, And, you know, the Knicks... They've never, for whatever reason, I, I still think it's the infrastructure there, particularly the ownership, but they've never been able to attract these major free agents. Now that they have a stable personality running the team with Brunson, you know, there's always a star that gets unhappy. Yeah, and a star we don't see coming that gets unhappy. Now, I, don't, I don't know wow. who that is. Zach. No, I, I don't you, know who it you... is. No, are you saying no, this is it's I'm, happening this year? 
I mean, the Knicks are a real player for a star. I mean, you you look here. You, I mean, just look at it. The Knicks. Oh, stop dancing they around. Have, they stop have young dancing talent. around. We're not ball dancing. No, Come I'm on. not dancing around. I'm not dancing around. Pick a team, please. Pick a team. I, you know, <laughs> what? I, 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 I don't have anything to do with it. I don't have anything to do with it. Yes, I'm it sorry. Do me a favor. Pick a team. No, shut up. Shut up, Lynch. Shut up. When you when you look at the Knicks, yes, it does. Shut up. When you when you talk about the Knicks, you're talking about a team that you know biggest market in the league. But for whatever reason, and like I said, I still think it's the ownership, the unstable factor at owner with Dolan. But, you know, they made competent moves last couple of off seasons. They have a good coach. Uh, they have good players. They didn't even talk about Mitchell Robinson. Uh, I know he had a bad series against Miami, but again, a guy a lot of teams would trade for. I think with these picks that they have in the future, uh, a little bit of cap space that they have. Randall, I think teams would trade for. And there's always a star, guys. There's always a star. You know, from offseason to offseason, there's always one guy that we don't expect to ask out. You know, last year it was Mitchell. Uh, you know, year before that. And then there's there's just always there's always somebody. And I think the Knicks are starting to become an appealing place to go because they have the coach because they have the young guys with Brunson and Barrett and Robinson. If you just add a piece here and there, I mean, they could be, you know, they could be a top six East team for, for a while, for, you know, for a few years. So I, I like this Knicks team. I'm not hanging my head if I'm the Knicks because I lost to Miami who, you know, best player in the Eastern playoffs has been on Miami. It's Jimmy Butler. I lost to probably the best coach in the East with Spolstra. I'm not hanging my head. I'm not hanging my head. Uh, Miami, it's third East finals in four seasons. I don't know if you guys realize that. Um, so, yeah, I'm not hanging my head if I'm the Knicks. Uh, Bryce? Hey, man, I, I, you know, I thought the Knicks might be able to pull it back a little bit. Uh, you know, maybe extend the series. It just didn't happen. Um, incredible effort by Brunson. I mean, he dropped a 40-piece in a must-win game. Uh, the rest of his team did not show up, unfortunately. R.J. Barrett is just too inconsistent right now. I think he'll grow from this. But I think next year is the year that he really needs to show that he's taking a step. Otherwise, yeah, that star may be coming uh, sooner rather than later, and, and Barrett may see himself out of out of New York. Julius Randle, I'm going to give a little bit of a benefit of the doubt. You know, he coming off that that ankle injury, I no. think it might have played a little bit. Okay, or not? But I think it might have played a little bit of a factor. I still like Randall. I think Randall is much better as a maybe. I think on a championship team, he probably needs to be your third or fourth best guy. And I floated this idea. I floated this idea to to uh, to Zach. Maybe a little Julius Randle Golden State rehab for for a year or two, possibly, possibly. Just just tossing that out there. I know Caleb loves the idea. No, you you might as well. You 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 might be the founder of Warriors Tender, next superstar. Swipe right or swipe superstar, left. Superstar, don't Kawhi say Leonard, superstar. Kawhi Leonard, Leonard superstar. swipe left. Yada, swipe Yeah, Bryce, right. you're trying to Randall, get everyone. Swipe left. Everyone, everyone and their brother to the Warriors. Because they've been linked. 
They've been linked. And guys, I just got a report that teams are eyeing Kaminga. I think Kaminga sure. could be good in New York. Well, yeah, because what was he doing? In, uh, what was he doing for the Warriors, though, Bryce? <laughs> he was sitting on the bench. Should he have? Listen, man. Maybe. Listen, I don't man. Know. If I'm Kaminga and I'm seeing Jordan Poole get minutes over me, I know the only reason he's getting minutes over me is because he's getting paid more than me. That's it. That is it. That is it. Because Jordan Poole sucked. He sucked. And lo- dirty little secret, he wasn't that good last playoffs either. He wasn't that good last playoffs. He got carried. He got carried by Curry and Thompson. No, but well, I agree with Bryce. Randall better off as a three or a four. I think that's part of the problem, the the misconception. You know, I'm not part of this Dylan Hughes school of thought that Julius Randle sucks. Julius Randle is a fine player. During the regular season, as we've seen a couple times now, all NBA level talent and still pretty young. Not sure he's worth the kind of money the Knicks gave him, but they didn't really have much of a choice. I agree. They didn't have the playoffs in 21. So... You know, if the Knicks are able to flip that contract for something, you know, maybe uh, Washington, you know, Washington, you know, if uh, if the Knicks are able to throw in a couple of picks, maybe uh, they can, you know, Washington's pretty incompetent as well. So if you if you can oh, flip it, how about, how about, oh, how about I can Randall? tell where you're going. I can tell where you're going. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, Randall, I try and get off Fournier too, see if they bite. And then I get Beal and little, uh, little Brad Beal? some scrub. Little Brad Beal? I mean, I'll throw in a pick. Brad Beal I mean, they, they, Brad Beal you they want Brad probably, Beal in New York? Well, they, I mean, they probably have a max. Wow. If they get off Randall, they probably have a max spot. That's what I'm saying. You get off yeah, Randall, like you get off Beal. Fournier. I think that's a good Beal fit with, is bad. with Brunson too. I wouldn't mind it. I wouldn't mind it. Bread Beal. I like Bread Beal. I think now that's a good guard pairing. That's a good guard pairing. Not Dejounte Murray and Trey Young or Kyrie and Luca. That that's just bad. That's bad front office work. And, and the the only the, the only hesitation would be, I mean, you know, maybe Washington is smart enough to not want to pair Porzingis oh, yeah. and Randall. Probably not. Uh, yeah, I probably think it's. Crazy. I, I get don't. what you mean, though. I get what you mean. I I mean that'd be a nice. They'd be a nice four-man group of Robinson, Barrett, Brunson, Beal, but I I think the they, only hesitation would be Beal's injury history. The, in a weird way, when it comes to the Knicks, I I, I kind of I mean I they don't have the stars like this team, so I want to be very clear they don't have the stars like the Clippers, but they're in a similar situation to the Clippers in the sense that they have too much depth for their own good. I think they have to be able to pick where that depth, where they trust it, like what, how they want to kind of handle it. What are the guys that they like? Uh, What are the guys that they don't? Um, What are the guys that they think have expanded roles? What are the guys that, you know, they, to me that they have, they had a great collection of players, a really good collection of players, but I think they're going to have to move off two or three of them to get, somebody else to kind of take them up another level because the depth is still secure. I just think they had too much depth for their, and they got to adjust to that next playoffs. And obviously this, this team just doesn't have a lot of playoff bruises Uh, and Miami and Miami does. They've, they've been around the block on the playoffs, you know, dating back to their, you know, going up through the front office to, you know, the last couple of years. So the way that I see it is, 
I think the Knicks just got some bruising. It's part of it. It's how you got to get to where you want to go. Um, and, and I think, you, you know, Miami just showed really a true, just just complete gamer mentality. Yeah. Uh, cla- you know, kind of like, uh, you know, kind of how we look at like Bill Belichick and the Patriots sometimes when they're in the playoffs. It's just sometimes they're just making enough chess moves. They're, they're manipulating the game. They're manipulating the structure. They're, they're just, they're executing the plan. And I, I think that's, Miami's probably the closest thing that we have to something like that in the NBA. And I think, you know, that that's really just where it came down to. And, you know, I, I got to look, I, I thought this Miami Heat team was done. I didn't believe it in for a second. Um, it doesn't really matter when I think about the Heat Celtics at the end of the day. You know, I was wrong. I, I was out on this Miami team. I think a lot well, of people we all were. This Miami yeah, team. we all were. Every, but it's just to me, like, I, I got to give yeah. them credit for getting there. Um, even though, you know, again, I got to keep it. I think a lot went their way, but they took advantage of it. Uh, next yeah, up. I mean, Caleb, Caleb yeah, uh, go I'll add one, one more thing on the Heat. Uh, yeah. They're built really similarly to how this Lakers team is built, where you know who the top two guys are. It's pretty clear the top two guys are. And then they have these this hodgepodge of guys who yeah. any one of them can have, you know, can they just need the one of those guys to step up and they have a chance to win any game. And I was telling Bryce this today. You know, Bryce and me were talking about this. This, You know, Mamba mentality gets thrown around a lot. And most in most cases, it's bullshit when you're talking about it. But Jimmy Butler, Mamba mentality. And I can't think of another player who has that that killer instinct right now, you know, besides the obvious ones of... Now, you're shaking your head. Why? Why are you shaking your head? I think he needs a title. Okay, that's fine. But but Booker, like Booker claims that, you know, Kobe is his inspiration. Okay, He's, yeah, okay. That, okay, that's and, and Tatum does the same thing, and he disappeared so, for basically an entire series except for one game. Bryce, eat crow one on game him. and a quarter. Eat crow on him. No, eat I crow won't. on him. We're coming in the next segment, and you're eating on him. When I look at the Mamba mentality, when I look at a, something like that, in my opinion, I, I, I just, in my opinion, it, you got to have a championship. In my opinion, when you talk about that, you have to have a championship. I think Butler really needs a championship. No, I, dis- I disagree. But I, 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 think, disagree. I think he needs the a championship. The mentality is I'm going to do whatever I have to to win. I don't care how ugly it is. I don't care whose feelings I hurt along the way. I don't care how hard I have to work. I'm going to win. I don't hate it. I just, all I'm saying is I just think it, it should lead. A championship. We're we're compared. You're talking about a guy. Mentality is talking about a player who is a top, what ten player, fifteen player. He is. Jimmy Butler is a top ten player in the league. All time. When you look at, come on, Zach. All time. He's not in that all time. Jimmy Butler is not in an you know in the stratosphere of all time conversation. If you look at this run. That he's had with Miami, first year finals, second year, you know, not great. But then the last couple of years, the last two years, counting oh. this year, conference finals. Okay, but you're the same guy. You're you're the fake clown that doesn't want it. That that wants to sit there and talk about the Lakers championship not being real in the bubble. But yet you want to give a credit to Miami for getting into the NBA finals in the bubble year. Yes, I will. I will. But you're not crediting the Lakers for winning the title. 
look, look, look. The bubble, Bryce, the bubble has an asterisk against Bryce, it. Bryce, no, no, Bryce, no. Listen, Bryce somebody is going to let me talk. Are you going to let me talk? Regardless, yes, the bubble title was an asterisk. But if you look at what Miami has done since the bubble, they've been consistently good, like I said. Whereas the Lakers have not been consistently good. They have not been consistently good. They got bounced in the first round, and then they weren't even in the playoffs last year. This year, it took Hail Mary trades for them to even make the play-in. With Miami, they made the finals in the bubble. Butler has been consistently good to great since the bubble. This is their second conference finals in a row. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm, tend, I'm tending to give them more of the benefit of the doubt from the bubble than the Lakers because they've been more consistently good, consistently great, in Butler's case, since the bubble. The Lakers have not done that. Lakers fired their coach from the bubble for no reason. And like I said, they made Hail Mary trades. They're a horribly managed team. I don't care if the trades look good now. Like, yeah, so don't don't come at me. Don't come at me, Caleb. Don't come at me. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. I'm giving the Heat more credit for the bubble because... As time goes on, it looks like less of a fluke because they keep making deep playoff runs. Where the Lakers, they don't. I mean, where, where, where are they now? Way too now? much time on this. What's the conference finals? Come on. What's the conference finals? Beat the beat, beat Price's Warriors. Beat Price's Warriors. No, no, we're here to talk about the East. East. We're yeah, here to you're right. Yeah, that is what you should say, Bryce. That is what you should say, Bryce. I want to talk about the Sixers. That is what you should say, Bryce. Sixers-Celtics is the other series that took place in the Eastern Conference. And the Boston Celtics, after being down in the series, 3-2, to respond by winning two straight in Game 6 and Game 7. And so now we have the Boston Celtics moving on. And um, I guess, you know, I believe we talked the last game we talked in this series. I want to say it was game six or sorry, game five. uh, When I had it last printed down Mm -hmm. game five and six and seven were, I mean, I guess six was really fun, but seven was kind of a, a, a smoke show for the Sixers. You know, Boston kind of took them and, and, you know, really made them eat it there. Um, I guess it's tricky, you know, because I don't want to necessarily spend time deep diving the games, but rather just how the overall impressions were of the last two games. So, Bryce, I mean, what? I really think Boston responded. Missoula responded. Um, the role players responded. Um, and the big players, uh, particularly Jason Tatum, uh, who, by the way, you crow on, uh, came out and delivered, yeah, please. uh, like, like he, like, like advertised price disappeared for most of the series and came alive in the fourth quarter of, uh, of game six, which I'm glad, I'm glad he's, he's here and, you know, as advertised finally, and then no, no, game seven no. pops off. So I, listen, I'm, I'm happy for him. I called him out and he showed up. no. No, no. I did. You were asking, at one point, you were asking, would we take Jalen Brown or Jason Tatum? It's still a legitimate question. It's still a legitimate question. No, it is not. It's still a legitimate question to ask. No, it's not. 
Okay, no, I'm telling not. you, I'm telling you, take Jalen Brown away from this team. This team is significantly worse. Sure, but I'm not taking him significantly. Away from Jason Tatum. Significantly worse. That's what I'm saying. Are you saying Jalen is more valuable than Jason? Uh, they, I, I don't know. I think, honestly, I kind of look at him as, uh, for me, so, yeah, no, it's you're going to hate me for this. I kind of see him as equal. Kind of see him as equal. Fair enough. Fair enough. I won't push back on it. I, I think Jalen's awesome. I'm not gonna I think, I think any given night, either one of them can pop off, but it's, it is noticeable if one of them does not play well. Hmm. And so far, it's been Jason Tatum. Uh, again, that, that fourth quarter in game six, game six was something to behold. And then game seven, we obviously know he, he now holds the record for most points in a game seven, um, you know, which is an incredible record to yeah. have. Uh, we thought Steph Curry's was, I mean, he held the record for, what, all of a week, week and a half. So, I mean, that, that's just, that's insane. I mean, great game, great result from the Celtics, but we kind of called it. We, we, I think yeah. me and Zach, we both, I, I think even you, Caleb, you even said if, if Boston wins game six, Boston wins the series. And then, and cause we know it it's like. Doc Rivers. Yeah. You, you don't, I don't think you put enough trust. We, I don't trust Embiid enough. At least I don't, I don't trust Embiid enough to close it a series like that. And then I knew James Harden was going to come up short. And I think you guys knew it too. And and here we are, James Harden, nine points in game seven to add to his outstanding playoff legacy. James almost Harden coming back at you. And now he declines his player option. <laughs> Doc Rivers gets fired. It's a mess out there in Philly. Congrats, Daryl Morey. You've ruined another franchise and oh almost Daryl almost Morey. Once again, Just, so so there you go. Go ahead, go ahead and get Mike D'Antoni and re-sign James Harden, please. Just do it. I will. I will utterly eviscerate. Uh, save it for the, the fire. Save, it, save it for the hiring firing. Save it, it for the hiring firing. Zach, go, go right ahead. ahead. What, do you, uh, what do you think about the way that Boston responded in six and seven? Because I'll be honest, Zach, you called this team out. You called this team's toughness out. You called this team's character out. You wanted to see this team deliver. You wanted to see this team be able to put the blows out, and let's just face the facts, Zach. I mean, they just totally did on both sides of the ball. And and to be honest, you know, I, I know you, you, you know, you and I both can be, all of us can be critical of the coaching. Uh, I thought Mazzulu was nothing short of outstanding in Game Six and Seven. Yeah, I mean, we all, we all three of us knew. I think the whole Raptors fan def, definitely knew, and I think. Anybody who watches the NBA knows that if the Sixers didn't win game six on their home floor, they were not going to go to Boston and win game seven. They just, they just weren't nothing in the process era and beat era of Philly uh-huh. has said that this team can overcome adversity because they just never have, they never, never have. have. Uh, it's always, you know, there's always a scapegoat. Brett Brown was the scapegoat. Jimmy Butler was the scapegoat. Which is laughable ben now. Was the scapegoat. Yeah, That's very real. laughable. Now. That was real. <laughs> no, Ben, ben Simmons, Simmons was, was real. Ben Simmons was the problem. But even then, Ben Simmons had a couple great seasons. You know, so but then, you know, the problems eventually. Mar- Markel Fultz was the scapegoat. Now he's doing pretty well in Orlando. Like, there's always somebody to blame. I think eventually you just have to look in the mirror and be like, all right, what? And now Doc Rivers is a scapegoat. So, you know, I feel like Doc was going to get fired no matter what if they if they lost, um, no matter who was on the team. 
but certainly James Harden's comments didn't certainly help that. But, you know, if you're looking at, and, and, you know, I'll go to Boston real quick. I shat on Missoula. I really didn't think he was a good coach all year. He made a great adjustment, putting Robert Williams in the starting five, totally changed the game for game seven. Yeah, I, Philly I, I really had no answer for that. Uh, I mean, they look like the Udoka Celtics from last year. I mean, yeah. they dominated on defense. They, you know, the best players on offense stepped up. Jalen Brown could kind of tell that Tatum was cooking. He kind of stepped back, let him take the reins. But I don't think anybody was picking the Sixers in game seven. And I don't either. You know, if you're looking at this from a Sixers standpoint, I think you really have to consider blowing it up because I think you really do. Because they, the process, it worked to a degree. But now you have to look at, like, some of these draft picks during this time, you totally whiffed on. You, you totally whiffed on. Markel Fultz, whiff. You know, you trade Mikael Bridges for Zaire Smith. You draft Jaleel Okafor the year after you picked... Embiid, you know, it just doesn't, it doesn't make any sense. You, you let Jimmy Butler walk and you sign Tobias Harris instead. It just, you trade Ben Simmons for a guy who has asked out of the past two franchises he was with in in less than a year. And I don't, you know, if they had just looked at, you know, I know the Pacers guys, we were, we were offering Sabonis for, for Ben Simmons. You know, that, that looks much better than, the trade they ended up doing, but you have to look at blowing yeah. it up. I brought up, you know, I've listened to a couple pods saying Embiid to the Knicks. You know, normally in season past, I would not be open to something like that, but some really compelling cases. Uh, the package is there for the Knicks. I just don't, I think the Sixers are too hard headed, especially in ownership to even consider huh. trading him. But the mindset there, it's just not, they're never going to win with the mindset of it's somebody else's fault. Uh, you know, you can take games off. We're more concerned about individual awards than, than winning the whole thing. Game six, I think game six was it for them. And, you know, you have Doc Rivers, who I think was a big improvement over Brett Brown. If he can't galvanize this team, very talented team. Very if you talented. can't galvanize this team to overcome adversity, like I don't, I don't know, I don't know who can. So, uh, yeah, just another ding on Doc Rivers' resume. And listen, I've been a staunch James Harden defender basically since he was traded to Houston. But at this stage of his career, if you are counting on him as a as a primary option. As a primary option. Like as a one or a two at this stage of his career, it's just not it. He has too many miles on him. He's not the playmaker he was yeah, in Houston. His three point shot is not as good as it was even a couple of years ago, even with the Nets. You know, I still think James Harden can be a major contributor on a good team, but not as a. Not as a first or second option. I really, I really feel like if him and Durant had been able to work it out in Brooklyn, that would have been his best shot at winning something. But I just think the situation there was so toxic. But 
misguided at this point to to have him as a pillar of your franchise. You know, at one time it was very successful, very uh you know, you were in contention, but yeah, almost not anymore. No, and I'm going to shit on Bryce here because Bryce Bryce ahead, Bryce Bryce comes out of the woodwork when Harden Almost. plays bad, but when Almost. Harden has forty point games in the playoffs, no, I, I, I let down. you guys, I let you guys win your battles. I just win the war. No, that's fine. But where were you when he won game one? Where were you I, again? That Hiding. was a battle. That's a battle, not the war. The war is the series. The battle are the individual and, games. You know, people are gonna remember James Harden for moments like this, but Almost. I don't think he, I don't think he's ever gonna get enough credit. For what he did against the Warriors, James he pushed almost the hurt. Durant Warriors to the absolute brink. James and Bryce hurt. wants to fault Bryce wants to fault Houston and Harden for trying to beat them. Almost, which is the name of the game. Almost, but almost. no, I agree. If you're putting your if you're putting your faith in your stock, oh, just like the just like the Warriors, Harden, just like the Warriors almost beat the Lakers. Ain't that right? Points, just like how Curry points, didn't show up for you when it mattered. Nine points. Curry did show up. No, he didn't. Curry he didn't better show than up. Harden all time. He didn't show I mean, up. It's, I mean, he didn't come on. show up. Curry didn't I mean, show up. Warriors I mean, didn't show up. Bryce, your okay. team didn't show up. Okay. Your team didn't show up. Plain and simple. Your team didn't show up. Your team never showed up. Sure. Look, when it comes when it comes to when it comes to this, when it comes to the whole concept of Harden and the Sixers, when it comes to the, I, I, I'm with, I'm with Zach because I, I just don't think it. To my opinion, he's a third option, uh, and I don't think he's ever gonna uh, truly get to that point where he believes that he actually is. Um, so I agree with Zach. I just don't think he's gonna. I agree. Be really, he still treats. He still, still acts like he's really, one, yeah, and he's, he's not. And I, and like, I don't. You got to look in the mirror, man. Right. You're not anymore. You're not. You're not. And, you know, but I'll be honest. I thought it was lousy. I thought what the Sixers did was lousy. It was pathetic. It was pathetic. I mean, Doc Rivers, Doc Rivers, look, I mean, whatever, you know, fire, fire the coach, fire the coach. It's easier to get rid of the coach than it is the players. Um, Do I think that Doc Rivers probably should have been better as a coach? Do I think that they should have been able to advance past second round? Of course I do. Of course I do. Uh, But the fact is, um, you know, I, Bryce is going to love that I say this, but, you know, they're constantly mixing and matching the roster down there. And at some point, is Daryl Morey being able to evaluate this roster at a high enough level? Is he evaluating the roster at a high enough level? Um, I mean, is he making the right decisions with roster management or is he letting James Harden tell him what to do? It's a legitimate it's a legitimate question in Philly and I, something I probably buy uh, down there more, more than I have in previous, you know, in the past, I feel like Harden is telling them what the, it feels like Harden's telling them what to do, you know, and I don't think he's at the spot in his career. Harden's at the spot in his career where you should be doing that. And, you know, I also just think it's ridiculous, you know, when you're a player like Joel Embiid and you're an MVP and you're a top five player, you know, to sit there and just constantly blame everybody else. I mean, you know, yeah. there's a lot of excuses here and, I mean, I thought Tobias Harris played a solid series. I had no issue with Tobias Harris in the series. Well, the three of us have, you know, said, oh, man, we wish he did more. But, I mean, I have no issues with him. I thought he was good. I was good on both sides. I played good defense. So he was an effective score. Tyrese Maxey was an effective score. Got the, you know, put the ball in a hole. Got 20 points a night. Like, I mean, you got to stop saying it's the others. I mean, just get, get in conditioning. Get, get, get conditioned. You know, stop, stop, you know, being... You were bullied. You were bullied. 
It was like a kid at the playground. You guys ever play that game call out? You just always knew who the easy out was. You just always knew who it was. That's what Jason Tatum did to Joel Embiid in game game six and seven. He just called him out, said, meet me at the three-point line. Meet me at the three-point line because you can't guard me. We made fun of it. We made fun of it. You know, me in particular, during the game when they're throwing Marcus Smart on Joel Embiid on the block, and it's like... Well, I don't think that worked. I don't know if that worked. I mean, do you think it worked? No, it didn't work, but it's like, what... This is what they think of you. They're throwing Marcus Smart on you. Right, right. You know, right, but that right. that we know that is what I was getting at. Yeah, that's no, not I don't, I, I don't, look no, great. No, uh, miss miss me with that. Miss me with miss me with Jokic PR for me, Bryce. Miss me. Oh, miss me. So truth. Hard. I told you Jokic was the MVP. Miss me so hard with. I told you that. Miss me so hard with Jokic PR. Jokic, oh, you don't get the like Denver, Bryce. You, 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 I didn't say I like Denver. All, uh, you were, you were such a joke with Jokic. That, next up, <laughs> next up, next up, next up. We got, we obviously have the Eastern Conference uh, Finals, uh, the Celtics and Miami. Um, at this pace, with about ten minutes left in the third quarter, Boston's up seventy-one to sixty-one. Um, I, I guess let's just kind of dissect what we think of the series. Basically, part two uh, of this series. Um, I don't know. I mean, God, I, I've been predicting a smoke show every series, and and it's just not happening. Um, and I really want to predict the smoke show. So, uh, Bryce, how, how about how about you uh, on, on Boston, I'm go Miami? Maybe, yeah, yeah I'm go, go conservative. conservative because I'm going to go conservative. I really want to pick uh, gentlemen sweep or sweep. Oh, my God. I do. I do. I just don't, I don't trust what, what Miami. I don't respect? trust them. What do you, I don't what, trust them. What do you mean you don't trust them? What I don't, are you gonna tr- I don't trust them. What like are you going to respect Butler? It's like a Cinderella. I just it's, can't. No, no, no. They're no, Cinderella. No, this is a Cinderella no, run. No, it's What they're not. doing this year is Cinderella. No, no. Yes, it is. No, I just, 10 minutes ago, I just. Yes or no? Yes or no? Did you think they were beating the Bucks? No. Yes or no? Did you think they were beating the Knicks? No. What do you call it? I'm looking at the facts oh now. My gosh. I call oh it looking at gosh. the facts, looking at it logically. Oh looking at it oh logically. Oh my gosh. I have Butler my prediction. Go ahead, Bryce. Butler go ahead. Go ahead. The best player in the East. In the- go ahead, Bryce. Go ahead. Go ahead. I, I am giving you my prediction. I'm going to go conservative. I'm going to say Boston in six. Uh, I you're going safe. You are I, going safe. I am going very going safe. safe. I I think Boston is. I I don't know. I think they are going to be too much for for Miami in the end. I think there's just way too much talent in Boston. It's a good roster to get past Miami. Yeah, it is. Is it a title roster? I, that we can talk about that when we get there. We'll cross that bridge. But for this series, Boston has way too much talent. <laughs> I, I feel like, Caleb, I'm not going to lie to you. I yep. feel like the top 10 lists in the series have failed us this, this postseason. They have failed us miserably. In the, in the East? Just No, in general. In general. I just, it's been, I mean, just downright miserable. Well, you just, I mean, I, I, I maybe, I, I mean, we just. Maybe coaching we, just matters more this year. Coaching, I don't know. Coaching's been a huge factor. I, I, but you're right. I mean, we would have to. So I'm not even going to do this, but I I genuinely think Boston is just going to be better. I mean, Rob Williams has started this game and he's been really good for them. I don't know why he hadn't been starting to begin with. I know that they're trying to, you know, bubble wrap him and save him, but this is the time that you use it. If he gets hurt, he gets hurt. 
but you got to go down trying, you know, and, and he's been really effective. Um, I I think if Miami wants a chance at winning, Jimmy's going to do his thing. I think you need to have at a bio be extremely consistent and you need to have a good flow of threes. Like, like Kyle Lowry got hot in the second quarter of, of game one that that's currently going on. Like I, you can't expect that from Kyle Lowry right. every single game. Right. So you have right. to take advantage. If he's hot, the rest of the team needs to, needs to figure it out and steal some W's, especially in Boston to make it a series. If they can't do that, the series is over. Zach, go ahead. What do you think of Boston, Miami, and uh, what's your prediction of the series? Well, unlike you, Caleb, I'm simply done doubting Miami. Okay, I'm done. Because it's gotten me nowhere. I I just laid out their resume in the Butler era to you. NBA runner-up, uh, two straight conference finals now. Miami is a team. You know, the reason I shot on Boston in the first him. round is because no, I'm not going to pick him. Yeah, he's not picking him. He's going to say all this and not even pick him. <laughs> but I'm going to respect him. I'm not doing a gentleman's sweep or a sweep. There, no, th- can I lay out the reasons why before I give my prediction? Yeah, go ahead. Can I do that, please? Sure. sure. Ravens fan? Can yeah, I do that's, that? That's something we need to, we need to get out go of. Go ahead. Hey, the reason I shot on Boston in round one is because that Hawks team was ass. That team should have been swept. And who should have taken Trey control? Trey Young is not a number one option. Who should have taken control? Okay. Tatum. Bryce, you need to shove it on Tatum. So Tatum. stop. It's a legitimate concern. Tatum shoved it. Tatum shoved it to you. So just stop. Okay. Now listen. In two games. They dragged that game out to six games. That had no business being a six game series. They dragged their feet against Philly, who I thought they were better than. Ended up having to come back from 3 2. They did it because Philly folds. Now you're playing a team that doesn't fold. That you can't, you know, walk on eggshells with. You have, like, you got to put him down. And brings me to our prediction here. You know, Butler's been the best player in the East playoffs this year. Spolstra, you know, if you wanted to say Spolstra is the best coach in the NBA after these playoffs, I'm not going to push back on it. Yeah, him. I'm not either. Uh, and like I said, Miami's built like, you know, the Lakers where, you know, the top two guys are, and then they have this hodgepodge where any one of them go off on any given night. Plus they have, you know, they've got, they've got some notches on their belt, you know, and then these past couple of playoffs. So I'm going Boston in seven in seven. It's fine. If you want to shake your head. It's fine. And if I'm wrong, I'll eat it. But I'm giving Miami the respect. Well, no, that's the problem. You're not going to eat it because your argument suggests your argument. Your argument is is basically it's untouchable because your argument is that Miami. Let me can can I explain it? Clown. When it comes to when it comes to this, when it comes to this with this argument, you've came at you've basically said they have an incredible resume. They have this incredible resume. They've done all this stuff. They do. They, can I finish? And they play Boston I, well, historically. They do. But go on, Ravens HQ. <laughs> and they and they come in there and Boston and, and Boston's this this great team. 
And Zach, if they lose in five games, you're not going to say anything bad about Miami. You're going to say that was an incredible run by Miami. They got farther than they should have. We're all yeah, going to say that. But I'll eat you're it. all going to say yes. that. Yeah, yeah. But I'll eat it on here if it doesn't go six or seven. I will. He's going to hold you to that. That's fine. That's fine. Right. I don't all give right. a shit. I'll okay. I'll sit up here and eat it. But I'm gonna right. I'm gonna I'm, okay. gi- I'm giving Miami the respect. I'm not gonna. I'll, I'll say I'll say a five game. I'll say five games. I'm going five games. Wow. I got I've got five games. I'm I'm I got five games. I'm fine with eating shit as long as I know I gave him respect at the beginning, which is what I'm doing right now. You didn't give him respect at the beginning. No, yes, none of us did. did. No single person did. I'm giving him respect right now. Okay, but not at the beginning of their playoff run, and you know it. And you know, no, no one did. Nobody no one was. Did. Nobody, nobody did. was except JD Hall. Nobody. I don't even. I don't even. I, I don't even know if I would say that he wasn't. It wasn't like he sat there and thought that they were going to come in there and beat Milwaukee at currently constructed. I just. I don't agree with that. I mean, this. Anyway. this is a real. I mean, I don't know how much longer it's going to last, but this little Boston Miami thing. This is a real rivalry. It's a real rivalry now. You're right. All right. Anyway. You're right. And Miami Next. always plays Boston well and vice versa. So well, I'm not Zach, I want to hear you talk either. about I need to talk I need to hear you talk about Kevin Ollie, uh, who's apparently the oh. reported favorite in Detroit. I yeah, just, y'all can have I, this. Y'all can have I, this because I just, you I guys just, are more passionate about this than I am. I, I uh I I uh, I know I know Zach, you have a, a feeling on Kevin Ollie to uh on Detroit potentially being a rumored favorite uh, for the job for the position. And the feeling is he sucks. That's the feeling. Uh, the other feeling is uh, Detroit should move the team. They should move the team from Detroit. You know, they were the Fort Wayne Pistons once upon a time. Just move back to Fort Wayne. Join the G League because that's what you're doing. You know, the highlight of last night was the Detroit Pistons losing the lottery. Not only losing the lottery, but not even being top three, not even being top four. They're the fifth pick. Now... Your years of incompetence, you know, I don't know if I've said it on the pod, but I've said it countless times. I've said it countless times off the record. This is a franchise. You know, we talked about the Kings playoff drought and whatnot. But this is a franchise, Detroit Pistons. You know, one of the historically one of the best franchises in the NBA. Great 2000s run, great bad boys run, as we all know. Now you're looking at this team. This is a team that hasn't won a playoff game. A playoff game. Since George W. Bush was the president of the United States. That is how long it's been since the Pistons have won a single playoff game. That is fucking pathetic. And there's no other way to put it. It's embarrassing. We're we're talking about Browns level, Mariners level droughts. This is awful. This is awful. Now you you have Cade Cunningham, who's one of the most sought after number one picks of the past decade. You have Jaden Ivey, who me and Bryce were salivating over, getting hard over in the lottery last year. <laughs> you have Isaiah Stewart. You have Duran. You have uh, Killian Hayes. I mean, you trade City Bay for nothing. You don't have a coach. What is the point of tanking now? You missed out on Wemby. Great. Great. So did uh, 13 other teams. I don't want any more excuses. I don't want any shutting down Cade Cunningham for the season. What for? 
What for? What is he resting for? To suck again? To suck next year? I mean, I don't understand. I don't understand it. There's no point. How about trying to develop your guys? You know, this is what Philly, you know, beginning of the process, this is what Philly did. There was no development, and you could argue there's still no development, but they don't develop their guys. There's no culture. The culture is losing. They lose and they lose and they lose and they whiff on draft picks. Now with the Pistons, yes, you whiffed on a couple of picks, but you have pillars. You, like I said, you have Ivy, you have Cunningham, you have Stewart. Fucking build something for the future. Quit sitting on your ass hoping you get enough ping pong balls for the next number one pick. Because you're, the future is not built on ping pong balls. The future is built on winning something. <laughs> Win something, make a competent move, and guess nothing, what? Nothing else to say. A the- competent move doesn't include hiring Kevin Ollie. Not even close. Not even close. Is that is Bryce? Do you think Kevin Ollie has the this? first clue how to develop Jaden Ivey or Kate Cunningham? No. No, Kevin Ollie has the first clue how to violate NCA rules. <laughs> we, we're gonna have to. We're gonna have to. Shut, I don't know how to win a title with another coach's we'll team. He knows off. how to do that. <laughs> I'll say this about Kevin Ollie. Congrats on winning winning the basketball tournament for a million dollars that you just split amongst like twelve or thirteen guys. I mean, I guess I'll I'll say congrats for that. I mean, Zach is right. I mean, Detroit. I mean, firing Casey. I mean, I wrote down They're a little bit. I, I, I wrote down a list of, of coaches that have been fired in the past two years. So Dwayne Casey, a, a once coach of the year, fired. Nick Nurse, who won a title a few years ago, fired. Uh, Budenholzer won a title, fired. Monty Williams made the finals. Finals runner-up, fired. Frank Vogel won a title, fired. Doc Rivers has plenty of playoff experience, has won the finals a couple times. Uh, I know he chokes away leads, but fired as well. I mean, we are talking about a, this is probably the richest coaching pool we have seen in a very long time. Like there have been years where we look at coaching openings and you're like, who are you going to get? Like legitimately, like, and, and not only are these guys in the pool, I well, and minus Dwayne Casey, it sounds like he took a front office checks job with Detroit, which is fine, whatever. But I mean, think, you know, Kenny Atkinson is out there. Apparently, Mike D'Antoni is a coaching candidate again. Um, I mean, there are but other Nathan guys Miller. out there. McMillan, Dave Yeager could get some looks, I think. Uh, Sam Cassell, you know, we hear his name float around a lot. I mean, I, there, this is a, such a rich coaching pool. If you can't find somebody, okay, let's stop looking at assistants. Okay, Charles Lee, whoever this Charles Lee guy is, probably isn't it. Sorry. A, a Wizards assistant, probably not the best idea. What about Calvin Sampson, Bryce? Calvin uh, <laughs> Sampson single-handedly ruined Indiana basketball by himself. So congrats on that. Uh, this dude had, would have no freaking idea what to do with Giannis or anyone on that Bucks team, he would get chased out of town unbelievably fast. Well, he might have a three-way call with the uh, with uh, another coach, potentially, you know, in order to make that happen, Bryce. You might have to have a three-way call. Yeah, probably. Probably would. 
But that's such a clown show for Milwaukee. Apparently, you're not serious about winning, obviously. And you don't want any don't more free agents Samson. to come. I don't understand. Right. I, that, that is out of the blue. That is literally out of the blue. Is there I, any, I, any chance? How much chance do you give that he's going? That it, there's probably a slim chance he's going to Milwaukee, surely. Yeah, it's, it, it's got to But, be. you know, it's so Samson to go to a tougher conference and then back out. Right. Exactly. It also means the sanctions are coming soon because he always jumps ship when just, just when times get tough. Just an absolute clown show from, from Milwaukee. Just any of these teams. These teams that are finals contenders, you think the coach is it. I, I was telling uh, Zach, or, uh, Caleb, I was telling Zach, apparently there's a report that KD and Booker were in on the Monty firing. You're kidding me. The guy, the guy who poured his heart and soul into your team got you to the finals and then KD comes to town and all of a sudden he's not good enough now? And I get the, the, the DeAndre Ayton and Monty Williams relationship is fractured. Figure it out. Nice. Ayton obviously doesn't want to be there. You can get another big man. It, it, is, it has been proven that you can win with average big men if you have above average guard play and wing play. The yep. Warriors have and been doing yep. it for years. Yep, you're right. Yep, you're right. You're right. And I, I know that that might be a special case, but I mean, think about the LeBron, the LeBron Cleveland years. Moscow, Tristan Thompson. Yeah, yeah. Average. Average. Beyond average. Spurs, Tiago Splitter. Average. Probably below average. Tiago Splitter. Tiago Splitter. You're welcome for that. Rest. Name drop. Yeah, you're, you're welcome for that. So, I mean, you can figure out, you have Kevin Durant and Devin freaking Booker. You're telling me you can't trade DeAndre Ayton for a haul and you can get a decent big man in that haul? I mean, give me a break. You could sign a big man. I mean, but to fire Monty Williams, I mean, I guess if you want to trade for Ty Lue, fine. Fine. I, I, and, I, and I get if Ty Lue wants to leave, I'd be sick of dealing with Paul George and, and Kawhi Leonard bullcrap for the past however many years that he's been there. I would. Like, I didn't come here to, to, to coach Terrence right. Mann You're and right. Marcus You're Morris right. on the court. You're right. You're right. You're right. I won't push In back. a playoff series. You're right. You're I mean, right. and the Bucks. I mean, that's just loud. Well, you fire, you fire Budenholzer, which I kind of understand. I never liked him as a coach anyway. Let's be real. He got carried by Giannis. <laughs> For, for that title, let's be real. Come on, no, Come on. no, that's gonna age poorly for me. And then Nick Nurse, I don't know why you hate on Nick Nurse, Caleb. That's oh, a clown. Do. That I no, do. you're. I don't know. No why. Casey wins the title. Oh, oh come no, he, on. no, he doesn't. That's <laughs> he's so wrong. You're wrong. Nick Nurse will get a job. What about the year after, Caleb, when Kawhi left? When there was still a one or two seed. What about that? I mean, why wouldn't Dwayne Casey have been able to do that? He couldn't. That's why they got rid of him. Well, he just couldn't. He just, he just I mean, he couldn't beat LeBron. He, he couldn't beat the Cavs, but he never had the chance to coach the Kawhi Lake. But he could beat LeBron. In Caleb, the East. Caleb, he about? just got fired he from Detroit. 
Detroit. But I think a lot of people would argue that that was a bad firing. Detroit. No, I, come on, Zach. Come on. Defend me on that one. That's no, no, the, no, I don't know no, if Detroit no, should have fired. Rise, I disagree. Detroit I disagree. Fired. Detroit, 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 would, Detroit would fire Pat Riley if he gave a coaching <laughs> team. No, look, look. If one more thing on Detroit, you know. <laughs> no, no, I'm not. I'm not going to get my blood pressure up again on, on the fucking Pistons. But well, you are. One more thing on them. You know, when it comes to tanking, in certain cases, you know, I'm for it. If you don't have any players, uh, you know, like what the Thunder did these past couple of years. They got rid of their assets. They brought in a couple of young guys. They did the tank right. Now they're ready next year. The Pistons, it's pretty clear they don't know what they're doing. They had a good coach. I can't let you do this. I they, can't let you do this. Like, you gotta, they you fired gotta stop yourself. You have to stop yourself. You're gonna do it again. You're gonna do it again. You're not gonna do we it. Gotta not gonna do it. We gotta move point, on. We gotta no, move no, on. No, no. Listen, listen, listen. listen. At some on. point, if you're the again. Pistons, at some point, if you're the Pistons, when do you draw the line? When do you draw the line? Because you're pissing away Cade years. You're pissing away, Kate. You've I've had enough. Look, Bryce, we gotta we gotta think of we gotta think about the next segment. We got the we got the we got the lottery. We got we got the lottery. We got we got a lot. No, no, no. I don't get to talk about Monty Williams. I don't get to talk about Monty Williams. Huh? You don't want me to. You don't want me to talk to Rant. That's that's all it is. You don't want me to talk no, to Rant. No, go ahead. Go ahead. Talk about Buddy Williams. Talk about. Okay, because you better pray. Kevin Durant had nothing to do with this firing. You better pray, Caleb. Right. Well, apparently, according to Bryce, he did. He did. Apparently, Bryce did. I told you guys when this happened. I told you guys when this happened on Saturday. I said this is a very bad look for Kevin Durant to have two coaches fired in the same season. From two different teams. Two different teams. Two different yes, teams. From Shams, Kevin, Kevin Durant, and Booker. We're in the loop. We're in the loop. There on, you go. Okay. This is from Shams. It was Matt Ishbia's decision. But it yeah, I saw sounds that like Booker and... Uh, and Katie were. I'll just do, I'll just do a couple quick in. things on the Suns. All right, and then just let me, just let me, just let me do. We this. just can't let First you off, go to Detroit again. We can't yeah, let you go yeah, to Detroit. Yeah, you can't stay away from Detroit. I won't go to Detroit. I won't go uh, to Detroit. Okay. Listen, yesterday was a good day. They lost the lottery. Whatever. If you're talking about the Suns. First off, just from an NBA perspective, when did the mentality become? If we don't win the title, you're fired. When did it become that? Because it feels like it's pretty recent. And even uh, then, if you win the uh, title, you get fired. Uh, uh. So, you know, I feel like when we were kids growing up watching the NBA, like teams stuck it out with guys, with coaches yeah, and players. Right. And you're they right. stuck it out. And sometimes that paid off. Sometimes it didn't. You know, uh, ironically, the Suns. Stuck it out with D'Antoni, stuck it out with Nash, stuck it out with Sotomayor, made some deep runs, never got over the hump. Right. But we remember them as great teams. Mm-hmm. Now it's like these teams, they just abandon ship after they don't win the title after like two years. And it's like, what the fuck? And it's you have impatience. a great coach. Yeah. It's impatience. Yeah. And if you look at Monty Williams, 
you know, and again, going back to the bubble, started great in the bubble, undefeated in the bubble. The next year, get to the finals. You're up 2-0 in the finals. Then, last year, you win 64 games in the number one seed. This year, you're know, working through some injuries. Friction in the team. You're still doing good. You're still the four seed. Your team gets gutted midway through the season. Sun's got to do some soul searching, man. They got to do some soul searching. And look, look, I know you're the new owner. You want to make a splash. Trading for Kevin Durant sounds great. It looks good on paper, but you don't have a team. You have a couple players. That's it. You don't have a team. Where the thing about Phoenix the last couple of years, they were a team. They were a great team. Now they just have great players. And there's no semblance of a team. None. And they don't have a coach. So that's great. And let me tell you, my last thought here, if you fire Isaiah Thomas in any capacity, if you even hire him as the team's chef, you're fucked. Um, any, any just like quick, like, oh my gosh, like, uh, any, any quick thoughts on the lottery? Uh, Zach, I don't need you to comment on the lottery. Uh, Bri- Bryce, you, you, you have plenty of, you, have you had any quick thoughts on the lottery? Um, no, I mean, if anyone, uh, well, I have a conspiracy theory, but I'm not going to go into it. I think you can figure it out, but the Spurs were the, I mean, the best team to handle Webb and Yama. These other doormat franchises would probably just waste him and probably sit him and hang for another pick. Uh, so I guess if anyone had to get him, I, I guess I'm glad it's the Spurs. Um, I'm down to my Pacers at seven. I, that's where I figured we would be. So I'm happy for that. But uh, yeah, I mean, everything kind of fell into place where, where it will go. I, I don't particularly love this draft, Caleb. I'm not going to lie to you. Uh, and I, you know, maybe we do something on that, get a little, little in depth on that, yeah. but yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, you know, Hey man, cool. I'm happy for the Spurs. Great. Just don't, don't screw this up, I guess. <laughs> don't screw it up. Yeah. Don't screw it up. Um, you know, I'm curious to kind of see, there's a couple of teams. I'm, I'm curious to see what Orlando does with their two picks. I'm curious to see, obviously. Uh, the way San Antonio and even what Charlotte does, the second pick, do they get another guard? Do they get a wing? Um, all that should be fun to listen to and, and, and talk about and discuss. I'm very excited and oh yeah, got a lot to talk about. Big series. Um, check out the uh, the content we have available and once again, thank you for listening.